This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My son Matthew posted his report from Brazil. He asked, did Mato Grosso just have its own derecho? The central parts of the Mato Grosso and Tocantins have been experiencing record rainfalls with some farms receiving 10 inches within a couple of days. A friend of his who farms in northern Mato Grosso says it has rained over 30 inches in the last three weeks. It is as if the lack of rainfall to start the season has suddenly come all at once. To be clear, large swamping rains are a regular occurrence in Brazil. However, even this one is getting out of control. The hardest hit region was the county of Cerrito, the largest producing county in the state. There still are reported 25% of soybeans that were unharvested. He has been receiving pictures and videos stating that much of this will not be harvestable. Part of this is because the stalks have collapsed, but even worse, the soybeans have all begun rotting or germinating in their pods. So even if they were able to run the machines through the field, quality levels are so poor that the elevators may not accept them. Not to mention drying costs, which would be very expensive even if they were accepted. This has happened before, but it appears to have impacted a larger area than in the past. This goes to show the year isn't over until it's over. This would be a huge gut check for these producers. Some got off to a rocky start, but they were still going to have record prices to more than make up for the yield losses until now. It is like waiting in line to pick up your winning lottery ticket and then having the door slammed in your face right before it's your turn to collect. The local producer association still increased Mato Grosso's soybean production to 35.7 million metric ton, but that was just before some of the latest rains. We can't imagine that the corn that was planted is handling all this moisture that well either. With all the heavy rainfall, it only slows up the soybean harvest, but delays the corn planting as well. Farmers sold ahead the majority of their crop and so feel compelled to plant, despite the fact that the ideal planting window is now passed. Some of what has been planted is water damage, while the long-term forecast is showing dry weather. There could easily be a drop of 10 million metric tons if the dry weather materializes, that is nearly 400 million bushels that they can't afford to lose. USDA will update balance sheets in new reports at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. The average trade estimate for the USDA forecast for the 2020-21 corn carryover is $1.45 billion, down $52 million from last month. The trade looks for a small adjustment in what is a small soybean carryover from 120 million bushels last month to 115. The trade expects USDA to leave wheat stocks unchanged at 836 million bushel. USDA's current stocks estimate for soybeans is thought to be very close to pipeline supply. Farmers do not own a lot of grain, but end users are going to need them to empty some bins yet. The last corn and soybeans for sale are the gambling bushels, and this year the odds would appear to favor farmers that still have inventory for sale. As far as world corn stocks go, USDA is well above other analytic entities because they have overstated Chinese corn stocks. The projected acres and yields forecast by USDA for 2021 production are not enough to change the tight stock situation. We'll need more than 92 million acres of corn and 90 million acres of soybeans, along with USDA 179.5 
and 50.8 bushel per acre corn and soybean average yields to enlarge U.S. carryovers. It will take more global supply or rationing of demand to build carryovers again. I don't think that that fact is entirely soaked into farmers' perceptions yet. They are more apt to believe the good prices will be fleeting. South American production is up next to add to global supply. The trade expects USDA to reduce its estimate of Brazilian corn production only slightly from 109 to 108.2 million metric tons. The trade also respects a reduction in the USDA estimate of Argentine corn production from 47.5 to 46.7. They are expected to be incremental in their production assessments. The second crop Brazilian corn and Argentine corn crops are in vulnerable agronomic situations, being negatively impacted by the La Nina. A significant portion of Brazil's safrina crop is being mudded in late. Heat is building in Argentina, worsening stress on crops. Private analysts believe that a combined 8 to 9 million metric ton reduction in combined corn production is unfolding from current agronomic conditions. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.